0: Football is back, and the world-famous Superbook Sports is ready for all the gridiron action. Looking for a place to catch the game? Head up the hill to the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk and experience the thrill of the games live on one of our 28 state-of-the-art TVs. Superbook Sports has all of the amenities you could ever want in a traditional sports book. Good food, tasty beverages, and the best view in Blackhawk. Now the Lodge Casino is your first place for fun and for sports. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 for help. Stand up, Nuggets Nation. It's now time for the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach Bai. Presented by Superbook Sports. On your home for the most Nuggets content, Denver Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. What is up and welcome to another
1: edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your busy day with me here on the podcast At the time of recording, I just finished up my radio show here in Denver. It's Monday, November 22nd in the middle of the afternoon. And panic alarms are firing off here in Denver, Colorado. There's no question about it. Really, the uh, purpose of this uh, podcast on a Monday is not to react to uh, the loss in Phoenix, where the Nuggets got the doors blown off of them, one twenty six to ninety seven, that sends them to an overall record of nine and eight. It's more to discuss the ongoings of the Michael Porter Jr. back injury saga, one that we really did not have a lot of information on, and we talked about that uh, last week here on the podcast of like the um the wide open nature of what we were dealing with like we were saying i i said today on the on the radio um on the fan that you know the details that we've had about mpj's back have been vague and then i had to correct myself because i'm like there really haven't even been details up until sunday on what the hell was going on with him here in uh the last uh i don't know um what's it been the injury happened on november 6th it was a saturday against Houston 7 minutes into the basketball game a game in which they won narrowly 95-94 but of course the story from that day has been the story up until today and now um seemingly becomes an even bigger story with the details that we found out on Sunday following that loss where Mike Malone says uh at the very end of of his uh the press conference his media availability uh, there in Phoenix he says, you know, obviously uh, Michael uh, is in Florida, uh, it, it, looking at his back, or with with a with a, with a team looking at his back, or how, however he phrased it, and it was like, whoa, hold on, I, I, obviously he's in Florida. Why, why? Why is that obvious? And and who is it obvious to? Certainly not to to, to me or, or or most of Nuggets Nation, if not all of Nuggets Nation, and. The the water's just got a little bit uh, murkier. It just got a little bit murkier, and for, for um, multiple reasons here. One, the fact that MPJ is—and this is where we'll start here—the fact that he is seeking more options on how to treat his injury, to me—and I have to speculate here a little bit, and we have to do this a lot because we just don't have a lot of information— If you are in Florida looking for more opinions on how to treat your back, that indirectly or directly means that you do not like what you are hearing from the team provided doctor. And I think that's fair to speculate. Okay. Is it just part of the information gathering process to get another opinion? Sure. But I can tell you uh, from experience covering this league and other leagues that when the player decides to go and get outside opinion from what, uh, 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 opposed to what he's hearing from the team doctors, that typically does not lend itself to the vibes being good between the player and the organization. Okay? Again, I'm forecasting, I'm speculating. I don't know the inner workings of uh, the personal relationships at this stage uh, in the game here. But that's where my mind goes when I hear that. Okay? Man, this is a big conversation for both Michael and the organization because we found out uh, not long after we learned that MPJ was not with the team in Phoenix, that he's in Florida. We heard from Mike Singer of the Denver Post, who we'll check in uh, with at some point here uh, in the coming weeks. We learned that there is There is a nerve issue in his back that could, in fact, jeopardize his entire season. All right, and will it be surgery? Apparently, according to a singer, it is possible. This could be. Let's let's talk best case and worst case here. Best case is that there is a non-invasive treatment. Of you know building strength around the area of uh, the injury. What is an injury? We don't know. But when you start saying stuff like there could be some nerve damage or a nerve issue, I don't want to say damage, a nerve issue. Man, my antennas just freaking go the hell off. M- Michael Porter Jr.'s already had two back surgeries. How old is he? Twenty three years old. He's already he's already two back surgeries in. Now, the one back surgery was while he was in college at Missouri, right? And that derailed his lone season of college basketball. The second surgery came after the Nuggets drafted him back in 2018 when they picked him with the 14th overall pick. So he could be looking at three back surgeries before he's 24 years old. And the prospect of that is, is pretty scary. Now, on one hand, if, if, it's gonna, if you believe it's going to fix the issue, then you get the surgery, right? Point blank. Why rehab it just to have a setback and get the surgery ultimately anyway? But it goes to a larger and broader question like, and, and I heard someone say it to me like this before, like how many people you know used to have a back problem and don't have any semblance of a back problem anymore? Very few. Very few. Not saying that that can't be the case, but it's um it's an open-ended question here for Michael Porter Jr., and you think about the investment and the timely, or the untimely rather, nature of this, guys, it 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 could be, uh, I told you about the, the, the best case, hopefully it's non-invasive and you can rehab it, strengthen it, and he's back by this time next month. That could happen. That could happen, and that'd be the best case. Worst case, you almost don't even want to discuss it. Worst case is not only his season is lost but this is something that could follow him throughout his career however long that career uh, is could it be abbreviated because of stuff like this it it could be it's not it's it's not an absurd suggestion it's really not and you don't want to just jump there okay um I, do i think that is going to happen well I, honestly guys i don't know what to think i don't have enough information so i'm literally just like throwing crap against the wall, and, um, you know, we don't know what sticks and what won't because we just just don't know. The Nuggets have been very, very buttoned up about this. The fact that we know now what we know from Mike Singer is the largest development we have since he walked off the court against Houston. But I will say this, if you think back to the moment of the injury— and we we talked about it in previous episodes. Like he misses the he misses the layup, and he grabs his upper leg, and then you're hearing it's a back, and it's like okay, this it just feel just felt weird. But now you're saying that nerves are involved, and it makes a whole hell of a lot more sense that things are just firing back there. And he's just first first you just feel for Michael Porter Jr. right because when when he signed his extension and that's the other component about this right like he signs um that uh contract in which you know the guaranteed money is nearly 150 million he's talking about 145 million guaranteed he just signed it like how how many how many games uh, did he play since signing the contract the answer is 9 so the, the optics and the natural like contrast of the signing, the ink drying, nine games into this, uh, and I know he's not into the new contract, which is even scarier because he's still playing on the, the, his, the rest of his rookie deal. That money hasn't even kicked in yet. So it's scary. It's scary for Michael Porter Jr. It's scary for Tim Connolly, president of basketball operations. And at the moment, you had to do what Tim Connolly did. You just had to. That's the way of the NBA. It doesn't matter if you're Michael Porter Jr. or Luca or Trey or whatever. Like That, that had to happen, especially for a team like Denver. So it's not like, oh, like there's egg on the face of Connolly. No, 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 no. First of all, we don't even know what's, what the future holds yet in this regard. But for Tim, you, you had to do what uh, uh, Connolly did. Now, I've seen some speculation like could a Michael Porter Jr. already have known about the injury and – you know, kept it quiet. And because, and, and that speculation comes from Austin Rivers saying that, hey, this guy's been playing with a back injury uh, throughout the early portion of the season. Like, this isn't a new thing. Uh, Austin, uh, or uh, Austin Porter, uh, Austin Rivers uh, said, and I forget which game it was after, um, that he said he's been playing hurt the whole season. So, um, you know, it, this thing, this one's complicated. This one's complicated for a multitude of different reasons. First and foremost, we don't have the details on anything. Second most is that it could be a a scenario that ages very, very, very poorly for the Denver Nuggets. You hope that that's not the case. And that's both with the macro and the micro, is the the micro being this season. But forget this season. The investment in Michael Porter Jr. is so massive, and the arc of his development as a player is so important to the organization. It's, um, it's, It's a big effing deal. It's a big effing deal. So, man, this is, um, that's why, like, to, 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 and this is just me and then everyone works differently. But, like, to talk about, like, the games itself and, like, the meat and potatoes of, like, the loss in Phoenix, like, what, 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 what are you taking away from that? Like, what are you taking away? You got beat like a drum because your best players aren't playing. Take away the three best players uh, of every franchise or three of the top four, or what have you. Um, you know, I'm not going to get in the weeds and, and break down, um, you know, break down that game. So, uh, look, this is, um, feels like a lot's on the line here. Feels like a lot is on the line for both parties. For both parties. Uh, you know, a natural follow-up question um, for this season. Uh, how much does Michael Porter Jr.'s inactive status, if this is what it's going to be moving forward, and, and, and Mike Malone said that a week ago, it's, you know, for the foreseeable future, how does that change the ceiling of what the Nuggets can or can't do uh, this season. You know, going into the season, I I picked the Nuggets to go to the NBA Finals. I thought, when healthy, uh, they have uh, the best uh, starting five in professional basketball. And if not the best, it's a top three. All right? This is a team that has, has, has paid the dues, is is in the midst of the climb. And it feels like, it feels like it's being derailed if I'm just being totally uh, authentic. It feels like it's being derailed, you know and, and I referred to um, this season uh, regretfully saying like, is the, or at least I asked the question, like, is this the season before the season? Like, you build yourself up to this point, but you don't have Jamal who's such an integral part of the fabric uh, of, the, of the DNA. He is your high-end talent you would need to play in the NBA Finals, and he's not available. And now before he even comes back, this other piece that was, could get you over the top, this unicorn of a player to join this other unicorn who's the MVP, is now um, out for the foreseeable future. If all healthy, if Jamal came back 100%, and was able to, to to quote him, play with the same force as he did before the injury, as that's what he has said as the as the timeline. Like, there's no timeline. It's when I can play with the same force I did before the injury. Well, you can't measure that. That's just going to be checking the temperature daily type thing. But just say Jamal uh, is able to knock the rust off over the course of the last, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, two months of the NBA season, post-All-Star break, whatever, and he's 100% healthy. And Jokic is 100% healthy, which he's not right now, dealing with a sprained wrist. We'll get into that uh, uh, and and what it means for the upcoming schedule here in just a second. But uh, if if Jamal's back healthy, if Jokic is back healthy, if Will Barton can stay healthy, if Aaron Gordon can stay healthy, and the rest of the roster can basically stay healthy, which it's not right now, um, then do I think that the team can still play in the NBA Finals? I have to kind of use my imagination a little bit more. Um, because a starting five would be missing um, an integral piece of what I thought that it could be if if MPJ were to build off of last season, which it obviously the season was off to a less than ideal start for, for Michael Porter Jr., averaging just about nine points or whatever it was. Um, I think they can still accomplish a lot of their goals because of how much I believe in Nikola Jokic and uh, what... Aaron Gordon as a fourth option could mean in the course of a playoff series when he's guarding one of these uh, terrific wings in the Western Conference. I think they could still do it. So my initial projection of, like, an NBA Finals appearance, um, well, I don't feel as good about it as I did uh, three weeks ago, uh, but uh, I think it's still in play. Now becomes, like, how many games can you win in the meantime? Like, can you tread enough water here in the month of November in December, to you know have a, a favorable um, playoff path there when they, when they do start uh, the NBA playoffs, and, and I think that the question is like in play, like is this h- how much are these next two weeks going to impact what ultimately happens in uh the month of April, right, when the playoffs actually start? I think it could have an impact. I think it, I could. I think it could have a direct impact um, with seeding because you you've already lost four games in a row. Okay, now over the course of an NBA season, it's really not that big of a deal, but it's also about what you just went through in those four games and what is on the horizon. Tuesday night, November twenty third. That's tomorrow night uh, at the time of recording. You have Portland on the road. Okay. Uh, a Trailblazers team, and by the way, that game is going to be on uh, ESPN. All right, uh, or no, excuse me, the next thing, the game's not on ESPN; it's on uh, TNT. Uh, but the Blazers have uh, actually are coming off a pair of wins, teams that the Nuggets couldn't beat in the in the last week. Uh, they beat Philadelphia at home. Uh, the Nuggets were unable to do that. They beat uh, the Chicago Bulls at home. Uh, the Nuggets were unable to do that on on uh, Friday night, this past Friday, and then. On uh, the, the, the previous game, uh, they beat uh, the Toronto uh, Raptors. So, and then the game before that, it was a loss in Denver. Uh, but they beat Houston a game before that. So you're talking about a team who's won three in a row, who's won four of their last five, and has the same 9-8 record uh, that the Nuggets currently have uh, as well here on a Monday. So you hope you're able to, to, to halt this losing skid in Portland. But if you don't, Friday night, you got the world champion Milwaukee Bucks coming into town. And then what comes after that is a seven-game road trip which I believe is the longest road trip of the Nuggets entire season. And 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 th- there's winnable games in there for sure, but it starts, you know, with Miami. So like if you can't win in Portland, could you be potentially looking at uh, a seven-game a seven-game losing streak with with the Bucks and the Heat on deck after the Portland game? So Man, these losses could stack up. Like it's it's possible uh that you come out of that road trip, I don't know. I mean, so much of this depends on on the health of Jokic and that wrist, but you know, could you could you be 3 games under 500? Could you be 4 games under 500? Um you could. You could they have to figure out a way to tread water here uh on this road trip that goes from November 29th all the way to December 11th. So nearly two consecutive weeks on the road. Um, I'm hoping to see the metal that the Nuggets have shown uh, in years past where, I mean, we've talked about it through the years here uh, in great detail. Like every time the chips are down, that's when you see the best version of the Nuggets. But we go back to, um, when did we talk about this? It um, It was the game against, oh, Lord, who was that? Who did they beat at home? Was it the Pacers without Jokic? Yeah, that's what it was. The Pacers at home without Jokic and it was like, okay, you got uh you got no no Jamal, you got no Jokic, you got no Michael Porter Jr. and then there they were out beating uh the Pacers. And 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 I brought that up because we talked about it like, yeah, the Nuggets have overcome and shown that character trait as a team, but that's always come with Jokic in the mix. <laughs> like that's always come with one of the best basketball players in the world, if not the best basketball player in the world. So Jokic's wrist obviously uh paramount importance here over uh the next uh 3 to 4 days. And um gosh, uh you know, I I never I just never thought like like Zeke Nagy's health would be this important, that Bones Highlands health would be this important, but but here we are. Like it all matters now. It all matters uh because of the hand uh that they've been dealt. So we're going to be following this Michael Porter Jr. story very, very closely, and we just hope for the best, you know. And and for Michael, you know, um, when he signed that contract, I came on here on the podcast and said that um, you got you have got to know who that guy is. Like, what is his basketball character? And one of the reasons I thought the deal was a no brainer, in addition to just who the Nuggets are as a franchise, inability to land free agents his upside unicorn style upside uh, all made it a no-brainer, but you're also betting on his basketball character that he's going to work his ass off and he wants to be great. And I said that at the signing. I said, Michael Porter Jr. wants to be great at the game of basketball. He fancies himself as a great player. And um, hopefully you're betting on that same characteristic uh, during this rehab process. And, um, you know, I, I, I initially said that, um, because, like, I know it can be frustrating from a fan standpoint, but of course Michael Porter Jr. doesn't want this for himself, right? Like, this has already derailed his career once. He he, he would have been the number one, if not, you know, top three pick, um, you know, had he not already gone through this. So you could imagine, in addition to the physical taxing, the mental taxing as well, and the pressure and the stress that he's under. So, and then, and then that just reciprocates it back onto the organization and the pressure and the stress that they're under that they need him to get back right. So um, both goals are the same. We just hope uh, whatever is best for Michael Porter Jr. and best for the Nuggets ends up uh, unfolding here over the coming weeks. And you know that whatever happens over these coming weeks and whatever happens on Tuesday night on TNT against the Portland Trailblazers, we'll be talking about it right here on the Mile High Hoops podcast.
0: Football is back, and the world-famous Superbook Sports is ready for all the gridiron action. Looking for a place to catch the game? Head up the hill to the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk and experience the thrill of the games live on one of our 28 state-of-the-art TVs. Superbook Sports has all of the amenities you could ever want in a traditional sports book. Good food, tasty beverages, and the best view in Blackhawk. Now the Lodge Casino is your first place for fun and for sports. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 for help.